the Gospels on these weeks right after Easter are interesting because we see things happening like Thomas has doubted, you know, and Jesus is saying, put your finger in my hand and your hand into my side. And that's a pretty dramatic thing. But, you know, they're saying, Jesus is saying those things because he wants them to know he's not a ghost. That was their fear, that he was a spirit or was a ghost. And, of course, ghosts don't have hands and feet. They don't have sides. And that's why he's saying, look at this and see that I am not just flesh and bones. I'm the Christ. And then he eats with them. Last week and this week, he eats with them because ghosts don't eat, okay? That's what, it, that's what it all comes down to. That is the theology that they were working with. And he's saying, I have risen from the dead. I've conquered sin and death. Believe. He said, now you've seen me. You know I'm alive. Just believe. I think a lot of times in our life, there are struggling times when we doubt, when we have anxieties. We're not really sure what we want to believe or what we want to do. I have a, a horrible example of this, um, a painful example for me, actually. And that's when um, I was in Lafayette one time. I had a young couple. They gave birth to a beautiful little girl, beautiful little girl. And um, she was their first. And they discovered that she had a very, very rare disease and that she would not develop any muscles and that the long-term prognosis was, was probably maybe six months to three or four years of age. And so they lived less than a block away from the rectory. So I would walk over to their house periodically. I'd stop in at lunchtime. And I'll never forget one time I was there at lunchtime. And I heard the back door open. And it was her father. And he's yelling, where's my little girl? Where's my little girl? And she couldn't pick up her head or move it. But her eyes were going all around, all around. And then he came and he looked over and she just glowed. She just was beautiful and she just glowed. And at one point, dad said, and this child was only allowed to be tube fed. And the father said, we're giving her some stuff orally and I want you to watch this. And I said, I thought you weren't allowed any oral things. He said, we told the doctor that we were doing this and he came by their house to watch it. He wanted to see it. He took a lifesaver, and he put it on her lips. And all at once, the little tongue came out of her mouth. And he said, you know what? We decided if she was only going to live for so long, she should see what taste was and what smell was, what odors were. And so they were ex giving her all of these experiences. Well, one night I got called, and it was late at night. And they said, could you come over because she's not doing well and the nurse practitioner that's here doesn't think she's going to make it. So I go over and we're all together and she'd been baptized and all those things. So she was ready for whatever God wanted. And <clears throat> all at once the nurse practitioner turned and said, she's died. Well, I mean, we just weren't ready. You know, I mean, everybody was kind of shocked. And the mother picked up that little girl and held her and she said, God, I'm just not ready. And she's just rocking this little girl and the doctor said, or the, not, the practitioner said, there's nothing um, that can be done now. And I said, it's okay, just give him a little time. Give him a little time. And she's just rocking that baby back and forth and all at once the baby started to cry. And the practitioner jumps up and says, that can't be. That kid just, she was dead. She was dead. I know she was dead. And I said, she probably was dead. And now she's alive. He said, but that's not possible. 
And I said, obviously it is. You know, I mean, what was I going to say? What kind of idiot are you, you know? And um, the mother just kind of wrapped her up and held her. And it was absolutely a beautiful, beautiful miracle. Now, about three months later, I got called again. And she died. But I'll never forget the mother said to me, I'm ready now. I'm ready. God gave me those three more months. Now, I know that sounds very cruel that this child only got to live that long, but here's the key. They, choose, they chose to see the hand of God. Just like Jesus was saying today, check out my hands, check out my feet. I'm eating with you. I have risen from the dead. I've given you new life. And that couple had that same experience when she was given back to them. In our gospel, we're told to seek God, to reach out to him, to experience his love, a love that changed the world on the cross. And it wasn't an easy love for God to give, to give his son. It wasn't an easy love for Christ to give, to give in his life, death, and resurrection. And yet, we can continue to do that today by watching and waiting for Christ in our lives, making sure that we're not missing opportunities to see him in our lives. And one of my pet peeves is when people say, that's a nice coincidence, I always want to say, you're a nice pagan. Okay? But I don't say that because, you know, they might hurt me or something, and my mother raised me better than that. But wouldn't it be nice if you could tell them what you were really thinking sometimes? So today, be mindful of the fact that God is working in our lives each and every day. We have to be watching for him.